Stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, visit www.3cr.org.au. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Welcome to the Radioactive Show. I'm recording on the land of the Warramai people. My name is Greg Rolls. I'm sitting just outside of Newcastle with Clancy. Uh, Clancy, thanks for being on the show. Can you just tell us a little bit about where we are and what we're doing here? So we're currently halfway through ACT UP, which is an event that's been organised by Frontline Action on Coal and Newcastle Climate Justice Uprising. Um, So can you tell us a bit about why we're outside Newcastle and what's in Newcastle? So Newcastle is home to the world's largest coal port. Uh, Australia is the world's largest exporter of coal, um, which is something that uh, I know not many people know. Even uh, I've met a lot of people recently from Newcastle who weren't actually aware of that. So a big part of what we're doing this week is drawing awareness, both within the environmental movement and hopefully being able to broadcast that to other Australians, just informing them about the part that we play Um, in exporting coal and from the emissions as a result of that. Do you feel, why is this important, do you think, to be happening now in Australia? I think talking about direct action within the environmental movement is a really important conversation to have. A lot of people perceive direct action as being outside the norm. So why, why is direct action important to you? I first got involved in direct action a year ago. It was as part of the Adani campaign, the Stop Adani campaign uh, up in Bowen, central Queensland. And I got involved um, a little bit by accident, but through through that kind of off chance, um, I found myself surrounded by a lot of very inspiring people who were really taking a lot of time out of their own lives to to stand up and fight back against these destructive industries like the fossil fuel industry. And I just found that really inspiring and saw it as a really tangible way to stand up for something that you believe in. I think a lot of the time people feel a little bit hopeless um, when they turn on the news and listen to you know, our politicians' lack of plan for a safe transition or you know watch Scott Morrison bring a lump of coal into parliament it can actually be really disheartening and kind of puts a barrier up for people where they just stop thinking about it because they don't really see any hope so suddenly I found myself surrounded by all these people who you know were taking action um, and just got swept up in it and I think that you know so many things that come along with direct action like learning a whole bunch of different skills you you know you educate yourself about the issues that you actually care about and you find yourself becoming more informed more passionate and more determined to make a stand against the coal industry against the fossil fuel industry and really take that power into your own hands rather than waiting for somebody else to do it for you you're a, a talented person youngish uh can you imagine at the moment, are there, are there other things like you might want to do, but something keeps bringing you back here and staying with this um, despite the risks and the hardships you're taking on. 
Do you want it? Can you talk briefly to some of our listeners who might be thinking about taking up action or thinking about activism but might not have stepped out of their comfort zone? Why they should get involved in something like this? What are some of the benefits of the life that you've chosen? So something that had been a barrier to me for getting involved previously was I didn't really feel like I had the ability, I had anything to offer. I, um, I didn't know how I could be helpful. I didn't think I was informed enough. I knew I cared. Um, I've always been really passionate about the environment and, you know, really frustrated with our politicians' lack of planning around climate change. I never really knew how to get involved. I think one of the greatest parts about grassroots organising and direct action is everybody is so useful. Um, People find their place really, really quickly. It's such an open and inclusive community. You can pretty much jump in and jump out whenever suits you. We have, during the time I've spent within these communities, people come for, you know, between a few hours and a few months. Sometimes people come for a week and decide to, you know, you know, cancel their flight and stay for <laughs> eight months. I know that's what I did. And, you know, it becomes people's home. I consider all the people here my family. How important is that sense of family and community in doing this work and in resisting some pretty powerful corporate forces that are trying to control us? I think one of the most powerful things we can do against the fossil fuel industry is to collectivise and to organise from the grassroots, you know, the system is set up to put people in boxes to have, you know, to really individualise issues and people. And obviously as an individual, it's much harder to fight these powerful corporations. And, you know, it's there. there is a lot of power in the people. I know that sounds like a cliche, but I think it's really easy to forget you actually have a lot of allies out there. And, you know, when you start connecting the dots, you, know, you actually do feel that surge of strength and you realise that things are actually achievable. Yep, so for the past year or so, Frontline Action on Coal has been based up in Queensland, fighting the Adani Carmichael coal mine. And the projection of Adani at the moment is is uncertain. Um, but as an organisation, you know, we couldn't really sit by and allow that uncertainty to to dictate the current environmental movement in Australia. Um, you know, we were seeing so much momentum and passion from people, so we decided to organise in local communities. So we went back to, you know, back to Castlemaine and back to Melbourne and to Brisbane and organised a National Day of Action. That was on June 30th, and that really mobilised a lot of people we did some non-violent direct action trainings in the cities, sharing the skills about direct action and informing people about a plan to come to Newcastle. That got a lot of people involved. And, and since you've been in Newcastle over the last few weeks, can you just give a brief rundown for some of our listeners nationwide about some of the actions and the activities that have taken place here? So starting last week on Monday, which was the 3rd of September, we had a young woman... Uh, on a tripod blocking coal entering Newcastle Coalport. That was a really powerful action and really amazing thing to see, this surge of energy from Newcastle locals who really are, you know, desperate to do something to fight back against this industry. And then on the Wednesday after that, we had Ballon, another young guy from Newcastle, stopping coal trains. And, you know, people really 
stood up and took notice that, you know, when, I think when young people kind of stand up and, you know, voice their concerns for their future, it's something that really hits home to people, you know, and this is where people, this is where people grow up and this is their, you know, their community that they're fighting for. And so what have, what's happened in the last few days at, at the camp, at the ACT UP camp, and what's what might happen over the next few days, if you want to talk about that? Yeah, so over the last few days um, here at ACT UP, we've been having NVDA training, so that's non-violent direct action training, teaching people about the different... teaching people about civil resistance, uh, the power of civil resistance in different social movements. We've been doing yoga every morning, a lot of workshops focused around self-care within the activist movement. We have heaps of creative people come through, people with, you know, great ideas, we have people making short films, documentaries, painting banners, props for pretty exciting action that's going to be happening on Saturday. One of my favourite parts about blockade camps uh, is the food. Um, everyone cooks together, eats together, and it really just feels like being part of a big family. Well, so what you mentioned earlier about uh, everyone sort of having a role, do you, um, how do you think that's reflected in the camp a little bit? Yeah, so people walk in, they're welcomed with like big smile um, and, you know, shown around. Uh, we, you know, help people find their feet and then there's a lot of different things that people can pick up. So whether that's you know, helping out in the kitchen or greeting people at the gate, helping people get settled. How important are those things in um, supporting and helping and maintaining the actual, you know, the direct actions that take place? Yeah, it's absolutely vital. I mean, I think you can only do direct action in a sustained way, in a sustained way with a community around you, both physically and mentally. I think it's really important for people to feel supported and to know that they have a community behind them who's backing them 100%. If if ACT UP goes well, and let's go three years in the future, where would you like to see the Australian coal industry, Australia's stance on global warming, and maybe the, the frontline action group? I would love to see regions like the Hunter very far along their transition plan into renewable energy and different uh, different industries for people's income. You know, the Hunter region at the moment relies quite heavily on different aspects of the coal industry and I actually get quite worried and sad when I think about um, what's going to happen when those coal mines just pack up and go home and you know the power stations are, are shut down because they've reached the end of their life and there is no transition plan. It's a very realistic thing, it's happened before in different industries like the steelworks and so looking down the track three years from now I guess I would like to see there be absolutely no more coal being dug up out of the ground. I think it's important to aim for aim for the stars. But I actually do think it's possible. You know, we have the technology to do it. We have the backing of pretty much everyone in Australia who's asking for, you know, 100% renewable. Where would you like the frontline action on coal or, you know, other global warming activists? What would you like them to be doing in three to five years' time? I'd love us to... We'll be having a little holiday. <laughs> no, Frontline Action on Coal has been growing so rapidly, you know, with getting different people in all different communities involved. I mean, you know, it's there, there's obviously these big fossil fuel targets in Australia like the Adani Carmichael coal mine 
or, you know, Newcastle Coalport. But there's stuff happening all over Australia and a big part of ACT UP has been, you know, teaching people the skills, the organisational capacity and, you know, having lots of strategic chats about where, what kind of things you can do in your own community to be pushing back against the fossil fuel industry. Yeah, I would love to see a, a FLAC group in every, in every town. Yeah. If people want to get involved in FLAC, uh, give it, can you give our listeners some information on that? Yeah, so um, there's already a lot of different FLAC groups set up around Australia. If you just jump on Facebook and look up Frontline Action on Coal Melbourne or Frontline Action on Coal Sydney, uh, you'll be able to find information on that. Uh, Our main Facebook page, you know, we get a whole range of different questions. If someone's in living somewhere where they don't think or or they're not sure if there's others out there who are part of FLAC or who would like to be part of a similar organisation, who are part of it, who would like to be part of a similar group yeah shoot us a message and we're more than happy to try and hook you up with other people in your community um so you can start organizing clancy from frontline action on coal thanks for being on the radioactive show thanks greg you're listening to the radioactive show on the warramai country and broadcast across australia on the community radio network we're now going to listen to alternative energy by combat wombat Scan brush, the word dust Scandalous, front page, arrows to fantabus Get the hand to us, only what's cancerous Nothing but the worst for the worst So I stand up with the flow to expose those with stocking And so mobile X, I'm pumping mad toxin Dioxin, no time for relaxing While the sun we basking, it's free energy blasting Wasted by assassins, mastered and masking the truth Ain't no fluke, how it flew the coop, we knew Tesla had the recipe, but too many brutes Rushing for loot, kept the clues locked up in the vault Now Hades underwater and our soil Full of salt, full of salt on our senses, dispensed with the cost of our mortar coil, digging from our oil, making my blood boil, a gargoyle, keeping my pride furrowed and my nose well burrowed, singing the baby to deliver the change that's thorough, either be the spanner or be the master girl, crack with the craft to alter the mat, tackle the ice caps that are melting, stop burning the coal, trolls with short term goals out of control, competing for the power to power your light glow, but slight clothes needs to be opened up like a rose, we decide no time to sign Kyoto, Close the new silo, open the high yo. Open the field, the window where the wind blows. Combined with sunshine, it's crunch time and lunch time is over. Never say I never told you. Look over the back before I smash your land rover. Hand over the keys when you stand silver, where you stand soldier. Call me the boulder of vocal brief. Urban to river, Murray River to coral reef. Give me relief. Burning the tide before my tide turns grave. Cause we got the alternative energy For a nuclear free autonomy Well we got the alternative energy For a nuclear free autonomy Musical metaphor about the things we're for And again, get that message in your head Musical metamorphosization Reading the freedom of information About tuning technology Fitting out with the ecology It's working, we're working together Getting clever with community modernity Still catching the fatalities and the casualties of the confusion. That's why we're losing nuclear fusion. Or is it fission gonna beat that vision? Beat that vision. Global warming, I feel it burning. So why aren't we learning? Have you got the yearning to work this shit out? What it's all about? Let it grow. Let the oxygen flow through your lungs. Or am I speaking in tongues? Hell no. I know you know what we got. Cause we got the alternative energy. Put a nuclear free autonomy. Cause we got the energy, energy, energy. 
marketplace City lights and skyscrapers Neon signs advertising flights to space stations As automated and sweat patient Tired of dump salvation Innovation exceeds the actual needs of the patient Human brain waits at a crossroads One thumb out for an upload Strive for light speed Never arrive at what you strove for Reversal core of the centuries Leaving the sensitive pensive The inventions of 2020 inventors A robot claims poor maintenance And gets combo Well what was slip slop slab Is now a total no-go Deserts full of solar panels Riddling kids are surfing all the channels Suburb came Madonna After compact this landfill A terrorist seek to dismantle The rule of the handful The state fights back Like the hammer to the anvil I can solve my digital Handheld crystal ball But to view 2041 Is still a bar call Alternative Energy by Combat Wombat. You're listening to the Radioactive Show. My name is uh, Michael Collins and we're at uh, camp and we're protesting against the coal port of Newcastle. How long have you been here for? I've been here for about four days now. How many times have you been to a blockade camp? It'll be my first today, but I have been to other uh, camps. Uh, have you been involved in politics much in your life? I'm a member of Port Servants Greens and I've run for council on a couple of occasions yeah. on green issues. Uh, so can you just tell us a little bit about what you've been up to for the last few days and what life is like in camp? Well, life is fantastic and the camaraderie is is really beautiful and it's a great thing to experience. My own role here has been helping out uh, wherever I can and a lot of as you can imagine, there's a lot of mouths to feed. There's a lot of people requiring uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I'm assisting in that. Um, yeah, which has been really great. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell our listeners something about what's been good about camp? Well, if the listeners were here, they would see a lot of people sitting around a campfire. They, they would see a lot of really good interaction 
bonding and a lot of great chat and a lot of great learning occurs because we're all here for a reason and that's an ideal that we share and because of that ideal we uh yeah are bonded what what reason are you here for a similar reason to everyone else i really do not like the political structure that demands of us to follow a certain path and that path is going to lead if it continues to our own uh well it's a destructive path yeah and coal is is something that that needs to be phased out and renewables need to come in why is global warming an important issue to you yeah and and when i get asked that that question i kind of think why is it not important to everyone and and i realize that there's a lot of people that dismiss it and i feel that those a lot of times when people do dismiss it they don't understand that if you have global warming you have in, increased sea levels you you have um really bizarre weather patterns you you have a lot of uh populations in low lying areas that are going to need new homes and quickly and i don't think we have the infrastructure to actually deal with that uh you're a gentleman who could be doing anything you want with your life right now you're in one of the wealthiest times in human histories and one of the wealthiest countries in human history why have you given up your week and your weekend to come to this camp <laughs> because sometimes you've got to do what is right and what's right this being here being with people that believe in a cause and that cause is justified some people who might look at this camp might uh, put us down and say things like you should use the proper political process talk to your local member lobby and campaign with uh, permitted protests and that kind of thing instead of doing something so radical as coming to a camp and maybe doing you know direct actions which risk arrest do you think it's important that Australians undertake these roles and step up now? Yes, of course I do. And I would question the um, the nature of radicalism too. I actually don't think it's that radical to be doing what we're doing. It's a perceived notion. And while it's it's considered radical, that's a uh, that, that's something we have to deal with as a, as a group of people. But when uh, others tell us that, then it's really up to them to redefine what radical is and this is not radical what is radical is what's going to happen uh consequentially and that's going to be radical and that's going to be out of the control of politicians and out of the control of those people that it's going to directly affect now that will be radical consequences will be radical what we're doing may be perceived as radical Okay, let's just say in, um, down the track we get to 2050, 2100 and it's business as usual for global warming. Someone's listening to this radio show, they found it online somewhere. What message would you like to say to them sitting in this camp in 2018? Okay. Good luck. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure I, I know how to respond to that. Uh, tell me, what do you think? Do you think the consequences of global warming left unchecked are so overwhelming that we couldn't even speak to future generations out of shame? 
Look, I think we'll, we will be seen as the generation that failed, that failed future generations. And if I'm going to leave a message to those individuals, it's to say, basically, sorry, this generation has failed you. So just thinking on the other hand, if you can just think back to life in the camp in the last few days and the feel around this place, let's go the other way and say uh, this campaign has a great result over the next short term. What do you think Australia and the world might be capable of if we actually take action on this issue right now? Well, health-wise, for a start, we won't be we won't be breathing in um, the toxic uh, uh, waste of coal, for a start. Uh, general, yeah, general sense of well-being, uh, renewable energies also imply a more peaceful technology. Do you think people generally might end up being happier and more communal? if as a country, as a community, we can deal with global warming now? Well, of course, because the, the, the uh, arguments, the dissension will have disappeared because that's, what, that's what's causing a lot of social dis- discord, people arguing and people being upset about the other person's stance. If we can get rid of that dialogue, then, of course, we're going to get a cooperative... Um, uh, response from all members of the community and cooperation allows us not only to deal with with this incredibly critical problem it spreads it generalizes to other issues in the in the community if you can sort something major out then you can sort other things out with that same will mm. and and it spreads out from the center in uh, five words or less, if you can, what's your favourite thing about the camp and being here amongst the people? The camaraderie, the friendships, and doing something positive. Michael, thanks very much for being on the Radioactive Show. You're very welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to the Radioactive Show, recorded on the lands of the Waramai people and produced on the lands of the Kulin Nations in Nam, Melbourne, Victoria, and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. My name is Greg Rolls. Thanks for listening to The Radioactive Show. You can download the podcast of this program and previous shows at 3cr.org.au forward slash radioactive. And if you'd like to get in contact, you can also email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. The Radioactive Show was produced in the studios of 3CR on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation in Fitzroy, Victoria, with the generous support of Friends of the Earth Melbourne's ACE Nuclear Free Campaign. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. Future from this sea.